Whoa. I'm a lifesaver, Carly Freeworth. And I'm an overripe avocado, Ashley Medeiros. And this is Perpetually Single. <laughs> I'm going to get into it. Lately, I have been listening to um, Greta Van Fleet a lot. <laughs> hey, me too! <laughs> hey! I know Preparation I played... for the concert! Oh yeah! I'm like, I'm going to show up to that concert knowing every single lyric. Um, for the most part. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> so I've been listening to them a lot. Mm-hmm. I started listening to a new podcast called uh, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. They do one-star reviews or read funny one-star reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started watching um, the John Wayne Gacy tapes on Netflix today. Mm-hmm. I just finished the second episode, so I only have one more to go. Um, what a nasty, nasty man. Yeah, seriously. And then reading... Still reading Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff. Um, I'm on chapter five now. Nice. Um, And then still slowly reading Even If We Break or If We Break, the book I talked about last time. Mm -hmm. Still slowly chugging on that book. Read some reviews about it. Heard the ending's not great. So I'm a little apprehensive to keep reading. But I also want to know what the ending is. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Or that's what I've been listening to, watching, and reading. How Dope. about you? Um, listening. I've also been listening to Greta Van Fleet. I haven't really been listening to a lot of albums. So the two songs I've had on repeat for the past few weeks have been Incapable by Keisha Cole and Hours and Hours by Muni Long. Um, sing those songs in the shower. <laughs> um, and then I've been watching Handmaid's Tale. I'm on season three right now. And then um, reading. I'm currently reading Tastes Like War by Grace M. Cho. Yeah. Very nice. I watched, yeah. I think, season one of The Handmaid's Tale. I had to take a little break from it, though. It's it's intense. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great show, though. It is. Any, or Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Fantastic. Did you know she's in Scientology? <gasps> no. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I think she's pretty yeah. high up. Yeah. I don't know if she's, like, Tom Cruise level, where he's just, like in it hardcore but she is definitely a scientologist so is will smith you know i'm not surprised about will smith well like it the i was listening to a scientology podcast um earlier i guess that's another thing i've listened to um and they were talking about how scientology kind of like may would what is the word i'm looking for like talk to up-and-comings like wannabe actors and performers and be like hey we can help you get where you, get you where you want to go mm. and then when you get and then they suck yeah. you in and then you're it's a cult so you're staying yeah. you're there you're so there. then you're stuck yeah yeah um but leah remini has i don't know if she has a book about it but she she used to be in scientology yeah. um and now she's no longer in it and she talks she's very outspoken about like the horrific things that they do because oh, they're yeah. very anti-gay mm-hmm. anti-women anti-rights you yeah, know anti you know, Day. people. Yeah. You know, it's a cult. Yeah. Cult things. <laughs> yeah. Just oh. just cult things. And speaking of other things we've been listening to, I completely forgot. I listened to a new podcast, Ooh. another new podcast called Dark Woods. Um, it's very interesting. It's basically like a radio show, radio play. Oh. Yeah. It's oh. about people that go missing and the cartels behind it. Ah, oh, interesting. So- I'm trying to find a good environmentalist podcast, um, you know, because we're going to die and mm-hmm. um, we're killing the earth. And so mm-hmm. I like to make small changes to help. I know, like, it's up to corporations, really, to, like, make the big changes. But, mm-hmm. like, it's also important for us to make small changes and yeah. be more sustainable. So I'm trying to find a good podcast for that. But one that I was listening to I didn't really quite like the format, so I didn't really listen very far. So I need to find a new one. Mm. Yeah. I learned recently um, from my boss, who was going to be a marine biologist and then did not become a marine biologist, 
um, how bad shrimping is for the environment. Because I don't remember what it's called, but basically they take these big nets and they drop it all the way to the ocean floor and just drag it across. So it picks up like everything that it touches. Like I think it's like a really small percentage of what they pick up is actually shrimp. And then the rest of it they pick up is like trash, um, coral, plants, um, like rock, like all of that kind of stuff. So basically like they destroy the ecosystem in that area to yeah. shrimp. Damn, um, I also heard like how um, cruel like um, tuna fishing is because um, basically they like corner them and then like net them. And so it's like it's really it's really a cruel process like yeah really considering how much I consume of seafood lately. But the good news is crab is pretty ethical and pretty environmentally friendly because okay. the crabs catch themselves. <laughs> oh, dope. <laughs> as well as um crabbers like will mark one like mark crabs that are breeders and throw mm-hmm. them back into the ocean. So like like, oh, this one's a mama and has eggs. Toss her back in. Oh, this one is a main breeder in the area. Toss them back in. Mm. So they protect the ones that are continuing the population as well as they're not fucking up the seafloor and crabs just kind of wander in the box and get stuck. So, I mean. Yeah. That's not bad. Mm-mm. I have, as of late, considered vegetarianism, mm-hmm. um, which is just really hard because I love meat. Really yeah love chicken and burgers and stuff but like i mean it's it's horrible what like the hunting and gaming and fishing shit is doing mm-hmm. to like ecosystems everywhere yeah and like trying to buy more ethically which of course is is more expensive but mm-hmm. um yeah i like you know maybe a pro a, a more vegetarian diet and then um but with like special oh this is on sale i'm gonna get this ethically sourced chicken and have that and something mm-hmm. like that so stuff to research yeah. um because like, even having yeah. one vegetarian day a week is makes a huge difference yeah rather yeah. than constantly eating meat yeah as well and sometimes I, my body feels bogged down if i eat too much too meat. much mm-hmm. like i just yesterday, Oh, sorry. I keep sorry. interrupting. No, I keep no, interrupting okay. you. I keep interrupting you, too. So. We're, <laughs> We're just... both like, we just have so much to say. I haven't talked to you in so long. I know. <laughs> like, it's yesterday. It's, it's been way too long. We have to plan yeah. a trip to see each other. Yes. I was actually um, thinking about that. Mm-hmm. What if... I know I said Montreal, but since I'm no longer moving to Montreal, mm-hmm. what if we did our beach vacation in June? That would be wonderful. Yeah. I am getting my June schedule soon, so mm-hmm. um, I'll get the whole month at one time, okay, like two weeks at a time. But mm-hmm. I'll get it all before like the first week of May. Yeah, so we can plan something then, and then yeah. I can. We'll work out the details. Or another idea was we could go during like Greta Van Fleet vacation or vacation Greta Van Fleet. Possibly, yeah, in July, I- yeah. You know, that actually might be a little easier because I could probably block more time off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to talk we'll, about it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Or you could just move to Atlanta with me and Grace. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, is Grace moving with you? Yeah. Well, the Grace and Susan are moving first. And okay. that's because they, that's where they decided to end, to go. And I think Andrew is going as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Joe Parker. Um, here we're just name dropping. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nothing bad. Um, but so Susan is going to live that by themselves and then Grace and I are going to move into an apartment. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Ruby might be moving up here. So I might be moving in with Ruby. Oh, yes. Coming up soon. Yeah. Ooh. Which I'm very excited to live with her again. Yeah. Because it'll be fun. Yeah. But it's it weird is. Living at home. It is weird. But it'll also yeah. be weird not living at home, but in the same area. Yeah. Because we'll both be living in this area. Not like in Addison, but... The northwestern Chicago suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that kind of like segues into our topic of this episode, which is the transition from collegiate to post-collegiate yes. life. <laughs> Woo! Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary of graduation. Yes, we are. And I don't exactly know how to feel about it. Me either. I'm like, ooh, I've made a whole year past college and, like, I'm using my degree um, loosely. That is loose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, wow, I'm really far away from like being in an educational setting yeah because I love being in educational settings Me so too. it's like it's bittersweet it's sweet because I'm like oh look look at this accomplishment I did and then I'm also sad because I'm like I will never be in an undergrad program mm-hmm. again or well that's not most likely never again yeah um, nor will it be the same if I were to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. It is really odd. Like, I mean, I feel like I've gotten used to my new quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. Still, it's such like a transitional phase because this is not like me living in my parents' attic is not forever. Mm-hmm. And like, so it's still like, I still have boxes of shit in my parents' basement of unpacked things. Like I have... I'm keeping all the boxes I get from Chewy to pack my shit up when I leave and when I move in five months. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm, I have a home, but I'm, it's not, it's more like I have a house, but I don't have a home. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. And not like as a, using that as a disparaging mark against my parents. It's just that like, I am 23. I'm an adult. and I live at home, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just mm-hmm. like, it's you hard to the find. situation isn't mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, and it's hard to find, like, a balance of things. Like, I feel like I don't have a normal schedule or, like, something that I can get used to because I'm always, like, like, I I almost never cook for myself. Like, I cook Mm -hmm. breakfast and that's about it. And that's pretty much the one consistent meal I eat a day. Um, Because, like, if I work in the morning, then work in the evening I get home when it's like 11 30 and I'm like I don't want to fucking cook anything yeah I'm not I'm hungry but I'm also not hungry and I just want to go to bed because I have to get up early again so I'm like I'm just gonna eat this block of cheese for dinner (laughs) (laughs) and when I get home like piece of bread nice delicious (laughs) yeah so good Mm -mm. nutrition (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it feels weird to like especially since we lived in a house our last year of college like coming from being having that kind of responsibility of being in a house having to cook for yourself because if Mm -hmm. you don't cook for yourself you don't have any food because you don't have someone else cooking for you Mm -hmm. and so like getting used to that kind of a schedule and I feel like because I haven't had that kind of consistency I've just been like in a weird like uh, uh, we're uh yeah yeah I know I'm definitely starting to rely on my mom cooking Mm -hmm. every day or that kind of stuff a lot with like now working two jobs I'm like oh I can um like when I come home from like working at the office job I work at it's like oh cool I don't have to worry about dinner or like when I come home sometimes like really late at night I'm like oh I can eat a little bit of their leftovers and then go to bed so it's like there is food in the fridge and I'm like relying on that a lot but so I'm very nervous of having to cook for myself because I don't like to cook Unless I'm in the mood to do it. And that is a very, very seldom feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's hard. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, when you graduate college, it's amazing. Like, there Mm -hmm. are definitely some perks to it. Like, would I go back to, do I miss, do I miss college? Absolutely. Do Mm -hmm. I want to go back? No. Like, not really. I, the four years I spent there were good. I had mm-hmm. a good time overall, but like not, I don't want to have a fifth year or like return because it's not like I've moved on from that. Yeah. Like coming up on this year, it's like, I'm too far away from college to be like, oh man, I wish I could go back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and I would say even after graduation, like within the, f- the few weeks, month or so after graduation I was like yeah I don't I don't want to go back like I miss it but I don't want to go back yeah I want I miss it because I miss the community of being on a college campus Mm -hmm. I don't miss the schoolwork and 
the stress the stress and the assignments and yeah that kind of stuff yeah yeah it's, but I miss it's being weird. close to my friends and like going to parties and like yeah being around I, everyone that's my age I miss our midnight walks same yeah and, like, I, I can't go on a midnight walk time. by myself <laughs> yeah no same <sighs> it's like it's weird not having weird. that like community and like of course you'll find a community here but like it's i don't know difficult because it's not built mm-hmm. in it's like something you have to seek out and like create mm-hmm. and like sometimes mm-hmm. it's not easy especially like in your hometown like i there's really not a whole lot of people my age that i want to reconnect with in addison mm-hmm. so it's like i don't necessarily want to build a community here as well as i do want to leave addison at some point i don't want to live here forever yeah it's a nice town but it's just i have outgrown it yeah yeah i feel that it's just it's complicated and i think every situation is going to be different Mm -hmm. like not everyone goes back to live with their parents and Mm -hmm. some people do which is fine if you don't that's also fine yeah um but like it's still a huge transition to get used to because Mm -hmm. it like I don't know it's definitely a bubble college is such a bubble because we had of course we had responsibilities but it wasn't like oh we have responsibilities like there was a healthcare center on campus that Mm -hmm. we didn't have to pay for so like if we needed like care we could go there but now I have to be like can I afford to go to the doctor for this yeah and like afford this medication yeah yeah and I like I've had a lot of skin issues and so I've been seeing a dermatologist and like those are not cheap visits Mm because my the way my my parents insurance works is we have to meet a deductible and then our insurance covers everything except for eye care and dental which apparently isn't comprehensive health whatever I think that's so stupid it is. They're I such vital parts of your body. In months. I'm wearing the wrong prescription for glasses because it costs $150 to get a new appointment and I can't afford that right now. Jesus like, Christ. I know. it's. Stu- I have to like choose every month what I'm going to see a doctor mm-hmm. for. Um, and like, which is just a part of living. But when you're in that collegiate bubble, for the most part, like, of course, like that does come like I think that is still like a, a relatively privileged opinion the one that mm-hmm. I hold um but that's the experience that I know uh, yeah. so I can't speak in other ones but like there was the like of course I had some financial woes especially senior year with like paying rent and utilities for a house but like I still was like oh I'm young like if I stay up until 3 a.m it's not going to be the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. and now I'm like I have to go to bed by 10 30. <laughs> literally like, <laughs> i am not in bed by 11:30 i'm going to be so angry tomorrow <laughs> yeah yeah i also have like started to rely so heavily on caffeine oh my god like, i had coffee i have morning. to drink coffee every day like i have to drink at least a cup of coffee every day or i need to sleep like 12 hours <laughs> yeah to function that's fucking crazy it is and like i also i'm just like buying things makes me happy <laughs> oh my god and is so that a statement I'm, like, I'm having a sad i'm feeling kind of sad i'm gonna go get a cup of coffee or like i want some bubble tea <laughs> and i'm like looking at my i'm having to do fucking budget now and i have to learn how to do that and i'm like ashley you spent like i think for march i spent like 70 dollars on coffee and i was like oh shit like Uh-oh. i budgeted for 40 <laughs> <laughs> i um yeah i'm gonna have to start doing that as well now with like having the prospect of living on my own as well as I just want to become more aware of my financial spending because I know for a fact I love to spend money willy-nilly oh my god um like I just love to buy things like I bought a $30 t-shirt at like midnight in April or no February I really love the t-shirt and I just got it but that's good $30 $30 for a t-shirt. Yeah. Is not I just, ideal. I just bought more um, jewelry. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. also bought um, more pants, but that is for a different reason as well. Because yeah. my pants, um, they're replacement pants because the pants 
I currently had had a big hole in the thigh because oh. my thigh has rubbed them raw. Yeah. <laughs> thigh touching problems. Um, so they're replacement pants. Mm-hmm. And I did buy them on sale. They were it's discounted. Good. Yeah. Still expensive, but. Yeah. I need to go thrifting. I need to buy new jeans as well. I just, I, I like buying things. I prefer online shopping because I hate going into stores. Same. I hate that. I hate having to try things on. But again, with my whole like trying to be more sustainable kick, I'm trying Mm -hmm. to purchase from sustainable brands, which are much more expensive. Expensive. And then also like buying secondhand. Yeah. Um, So like I have some new clothes that I like to get, but I um, have a not had the time to go shopping. B not really had the funds and C don't really feel like it. Yeah. I just want it now. Give it to me now. I don't want to do work for it. (laughs) I love online shopping because then I don't have to shift through a store or sift through a store mm. and like look at everything. Cause like to me, that's not fun. Like I want to go thrifting so bad, but like I know that it's like such a daunting thing for me to do. Cause I hate having to look at every single piece of clothing in a store or that's how my brain sees it. It's like, Oh, I have yeah. to go and touch every single item. Otherwise I don't know what's in here. I have found some gems that I immensely enjoy. I just get bored so easily. Same. And I just, like, I lose a t- I lose the focus. Like, I get in there, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so fun. And, like, five minutes later, I'm like, I am no longer having fun. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I yeah. I hate shopping with other people sometimes because, like, they'll be like oh this is i'm having a great time they look at everything and i'm like i already like i did it once over and i know that there's everything i don't want anything that's here slash i don't Mm want to like spend the time looking for something because i'm bored and then so i have to sit there and wait for them to be done so i'm like following them around i'll go shopping with my sister megan a lot and um She'll, like, be looking around. I'll just be following her around because I'm, like, I'm bored. I don't want to do anything anymore. She's, like, you know, you can look on your own. I'm, like, yeah, I know. I'm just – I'm ready to go. hmm So maybe I need to go shopping by myself more. Yeah, honestly, it's peaceful. It's so peaceful because you yeah. decide when you go, where you go. hmm But, yeah, I uh... – well, back to what life is like after college. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, that I realize you've gotten so far – it's just strange yeah like um recently my parents and i've been having the deal of communication and age because like i'm 23 i live with my parents and there are some times i'm like i want to go do 23 year old shit with my coworkers who are also in their mid-20s like Mm -hmm. i want to go do i want to go hang out with them and, like, so I went to a party recently with them. Um, it was one of their parties. It was, like, their friends from work, friends from college party um, at their house. And so I went there, and I spent the night there. And I told my parents, I'd be like, oh, I'll see you. I told them where I was going, whose party it was, who will be there, because that's the information that they want. But also sometimes when I tell them that information, they're like, why are you telling me this? And it's like, because you requested that information of me last you time. You wanted to know. Yeah, and so I'm like, I'm letting you know what I'm doing. And now you don't care, because you're going to complain if I don't tell you. Um, so I spent the night, and I got home. Because we went to breakfast the next morning as well. And, like, my dad was like, must have been one hell of a party. We're glad to see that you're alive. What the and fuck? I was like... I was like, what the hell? I was like, that was the first thing he said to me when I walked in the door, too. My mom was like, please let us know when you're going to spend the night somewhere. And I was like, you know what? That's fair. I should have let you know. However, you, I do share my location with you, so you can see where I am at all times. Mm-hmm. It's not like when I use the apps. like It's all the time. Um, you could also text me and yeah. ask if I'm okay. Like, or like, hey, in the are morning. you spending the night? Yeah. And also, like, I told them, I'll see you tomorrow when I left, which I know isn't, like, definitive communication or, like, direct communication. But it's also, like, an indication, like, hey, I probably won't see you until tomorrow, whether I'm here or not. Yeah. Um, Most likely not, because I'm going to go spend time with my friends. And how often 
um, besides the point. Um, but I was like, you could have texted me in the morning when you guys woke up and been like, hey, you're not home. Are you okay? Did you spend the night? And I would have mm-hmm. more than gladly texted you back when I woke up being like, yes, I did. I am okay. I am safe. I have not changed locations. Like, and you can also see I have not changed locations until we went to breakfast. That's like, I'm like, we're in this weird place where like they want me to tell them everything of like who I'm going with, where I'm going, what am I doing, how am I getting there, what time am I leaving, what time am I coming back. But then at the same time, if I prompt them with that information before they ask, they're like, you're 23, we don't care what you do. But it's like, you obviously do in some regards. So it's frustrating. Yeah. Living with them. Like I went on a date recently. And they're like, who is this person? How did you meet them? Where are you going? What are you doing? Who's driving? Are you driving? Is he driving? Where are you going? How long is it going to take you to get there? Are you going to be on time? And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. (laughs) See, this is the difference between being an only child and being the fourth child. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, my parents do want me to give them like some of that information but they don't they're not like where is this party who's gonna be there how long will you be there what time are you leaving here what time will Mm -hmm. you be coming back like they don't I'll be like I'm gonna go hang out with a friend and see you later and they're like okay have fun that's it and like sometimes like my mom will text me or my dad will text me be like hey are you spending the night if it's like really late and they want to know if they need to lock the front door or not Mm -hmm. um and then if I if I didn't tell them and I'll be like yep and um i mean i s- still keep things from my parents mm-hmm. um but like they're not that anal about it yeah like if they text me that night and they're like hey you know we're going to bed um just so we're clear are you spending the night or not mm-hmm. i probably would have said i don't know i'm probably going to spend the night i haven't yeah. decided yet but i'll most likely spend the night yeah because we were drinking and it's like it depends on how much i drink yeah. It's like it depends on like there's a lot of I was like there's I haven't decided yet. I don't know who else was gonna be at the party besides like the Hemmins people and like it was only Hemmins people that spent the night. So I'm like, yeah, I wanna hang out with all of my coworkers because I like my coworkers. Mm-hmm. So it was just it was a big thing. My dad was grumpy. But when is he not grumpy? Um oh, grumpy guess. Oh yeah. He's a grumpy butt. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yesterday he was like he was slightly grumpy and he was just in a very combative mood and he just like was like trying to get all that energy out so I was like oh me and Vianney are gonna go get bubble tea after the Bulls game is over because she wanted to watch it so I was like okay I'll go work out and like can come home and change and eat while you watch the Bulls game and then we'll go mm-hmm. and my dad was like well the game doesn't end till like nine and I was like yeah I know there's bubble tea places that are open until like 10 and midnight and he was like is it safe for you two to go out at that time? Like, is it safe for you, old man? Yeah, I was like, and he was like, well, like, should you be going out at that time? And I was like, I literally wasn't home until midnight yesterday, and I was running around the city, and you're concerned about me going to Schomburg, Illinois, to get bubble tea with someone I've been friends with for over a decade, and now you're concerned? And then he's like, I'm just in a combative mood. He's like, you know I'm joking, right? He's like, you're fine. And I was like, Kurt, what are we doing here? (laughs) What's going on? Yeah, I was like, at first I was like, is he joking? Is he like, like, is he trying to play some kind of prank on me? Because I was like, are you trying to set a curfew? And he was like, no, you're 23, you're an adult. And I was like, well, it sounds like you're trying to set a curfew and telling me I have to be home by 10 which was earlier than my curfew in high school. Yeah. When I wasn't a full-grown adult. Yeah. So I was, like, very confused. And then, so, yeah. Living with your parents is weird, especially as an adult, when you're used to having freedoms in college. Because, like, I was also, like, there's been four years. We had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. You could see where I was location-wise, but you had no idea what I was doing there or what that place was. Yeah, the only and time now you have issues. Yes, that's odd. The only time that my parents were ever like, "Should you be going out?" was during the p- 
during 2020 um when lauren and i would go running at mm-hmm. night and they'd yeah. be like are you sure it's safe just because like we're two girls running at night at like, night yeah it's that's that's like a but driving in a concern. car to a location to get like ice cream or bubble tea and then driving back is completely different than going on a run in yeah. the middle of the night like exactly. that's different and we and we only did that like once or twice we usually would run like right as dusk was happening so mm-hmm. it would be like dark on the on the way back but like light um pardon me so but whenever we were running in like dark dark we would always like share our locations and mm-hmm. then when I was preparing for my 8k this past year and I had to run at night I always made my little brother run with me yeah or I or I went to the gym and ran on the treadmill but I fucking hate running on the treadmill mm-hmm. yeah Same. I don't know it's like weird because like I don't know like my parents haven't really tried to like discipline me which is like good because that would be weird and I would be like no um yeah. which again like I know like that's very different from like other parental relationships mm-hmm. that people ha- that kids have with their parents but like I own literally everything that they could use quote-unquote to discipline like I I bought my own computer I bought my phone I bought my iPad I bought my car mm-hmm. like you pay every- rent I pay I pay rent like everything that they used to do would be like well we're gonna take your phone away I'd be like no, you can't because that is not your property. Mm-hmm. It is my property. I also, pay for it. I pay it. for my cell phone bill now. So, no. Yeah. I don't do that. But, um, like, if they threaten to do that, I'd be like, okay, then I will pay for my own th- phone bill. And I'll get mm-hmm. unlimited data. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck that. So, like, they haven't – I mean, I don't know, like, how often parents do try to do that. Like, try to discipline their adult children who live at home. But, like, I feel like the most they have done – in like the sense of in like the realm of that would be like me having to pay rent which is mm-hmm. fucking bullshit but whatever i'm over yeah. it luckily Not they've really. never like tried to discipline me they've never been like no you can't do that you can't have this you can't have that yeah it's just like they just tell me that they're upset with yeah. my actions and it's like okay but there are solutions to this that you did not venture in yeah that you did not try to do and, like, yeah, I, I will take the responsibility and be like, yeah, I should have told you. I should have been more clear on what I was doing or, like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, spending the night somewhere. Like, yeah, I'll take that responsibility. Um, however, if you are truly that concerned, there is also avenues of communication to open that and to clear things up. Yeah. If it wasn't clear on your side. Like, because also, my parents, for some reason, I have to tell them multiple times for them to remember so it's like i'll be like oh i told you and they'll be like i don't remember that and it's like so i have to tell them multiple times so it's like it's not my fault if i show you once and you forget yeah um it's the one thing that like so i'm i'm a messy-ish person my bedroom is very very messy right now um also because you know depression uh um, Uh, but like in our house, like we, we made the rule where you have to do your chore by the end of the week. You Mm -hmm. can do it and you can do it Monday. You can do it Sunday. You can do it as long as it's done by Sunday evening. You're good. It just had Mm -hmm. to be done sometime within that week so that it was done, which I thought was great. Like, but, um, like it's harder for me. I somehow found it harder to like clean in my parent at my parents house not because I'm like fuck my parents but because like I work a whole lot and I just I get home and I don't think about it because I'm like oh my mom cleans mm-hmm. which isn't to be like oh or or my dad cleans not like my mom's the only one who cleans my dad cleans as well but it's yeah. like they're I'm living in their house it feels instead of like oh this is my house or my apartment yeah so I'm like I'm pretty bad about it but my mom like I don't know, it's trying to find the balance of that. And I was like, just have it written down somewhere so that I can mm-hmm. see it. Like, yeah. have, like, a chore chart. Because it's not that I'm coming home and saying, fuck you, mom, fuck you, dad. I don't want to fucking clean. Like, mm-hmm. bullshit. That's not yeah. it. It's just that I'm tired. And when I get home from a 12-hour shift, I'm not thinking, oh, I can't wait to mop. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I want to get off my feet and go to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. And so it's not like I don't 
I'm trying to be mean or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, my mom brought up the other day, like, she was frustrated that the dishwasher was mostly being unloaded and reloaded by my parents. And um, she was like, it would be nice if it was, if you noticed that it was clean and there were dirty dishes that you unloaded it or reloaded it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I can. So I've been unloading the dishwasher when I've seen that it's clean. I'm like, yeah. that's all that problem. Like, yeah. again, I'm not doing these things because I'm like, fuck you. You're the worst. I hate you. It's just that I don't think about it because no, like this busy. doesn't feel like my house and I'm busy. Mm-hmm. And like. I like my room was an absolute mess for the past two weeks because I when I got home I didn't want to clean because I was so tired yeah and it's just like I would tell myself like okay like oh, I'll clean this up when I come home from work because I don't have time to do it now mm-hmm. um, and then I get home from work and be like I don't want to clean I've spent all day cleaning up after other people I don't want to I don't want to clean anymore I don't want to I want to sit I want to take a shower and I want to go to bed mm-hmm. so it's like I just don't have the energy to do it after work either. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, I don't know if, if it's the same with you, but, like, my mentality revolving around being here isn't like, oh, yeah, it's my house. I'm like, oh, this is just where I'm staying. Mm-hmm. And, like, even though I, I pay rent and I, like, live here and I have shit here, blah, 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 I still feel like I'm a guest in the house. And, like, it's not mine. Like, almost everything that I own is in my bedroom Mm -hmm. my parents don't really like me leaving things downstairs so it's like I don't really own the space at all the only space that I own is my bedroom and like that's hard because I'm like I have a bunch of things that my room looks cluttered constantly because I have no storage because the closets I have in my bedroom are used for other storage. And mm-hmm. so I have all my little sister's shit in there. And then I have like a fucking dollhouse for my mom's youth in there. So it's like like the walk-in, the quote unquote walk-in closet I have, I have maybe like a foot of space that I can walk into. Mm-hmm. So I can't put any of my other shit in there. Because there's no room. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, come on. Like, I just, I'm living in constant clutter because I'm not allowed to have things downstairs. Mm -hmm. And I don't have any storage space up here. So everything's just on the floor. Like, I have a box full of, I don't know where to fucking litter. Because I don't Mm -hmm. have any room in the bathroom. And I don't have any room in my closet. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel the same thing. And, like, I know when I was moving back, my mom was like, you have so much stuff. She's like, why do you have so much stuff? And I was like, because I had I lived other places. I filled yeah. an apartment with furniture, like or not with furniture, but like I decorated an apartment. I made yeah. it feel like a home for myself. So like I came home with more stuff because this is already a home with things in it, with decorations. Mm-hmm. So like all my decorations now have to sit in boxes. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's why I have so much stuff. Yeah, I have like three paintings that I want to hang up, but I my room is has slanted walls, so I can't hang them on the walls yeah um so they're just in storage until I move out Mm -hmm. so it's like I don't know it's just like it's definitely weird and like not to say like living living at home is there's a there are perks to it for the most part like you don't have to pay rent for the unless you have parents like mine um true and you don't have to do utilities and so like you can save up a lot of money so Mm -hmm. like when I graduated college I I didn't have money to go and live in an apartment, even Mm -mm. if I wanted to. Like, I had $300 or less in my – that I had owned to my name. Mm -hmm. And so I've saved up and made a lot more money since then, but I also work in the same amount. And so, like, I had to go and live at home to be able to go live somewhere else. And at the time being – original time, I – wanted to move out of the country and which is not really an option for me right now um so I'm gonna go later I'm gonna go at it in a few years um but like there are perks to it mm-hmm. and like it's just one thing that I'm trying to keep in mind is that it's not permanent yeah like I have a month that I am definitively moving out which is like hopeful um mm-hmm. because like for people like us who struggle with our mental health, it can be kind of hopeless to think, I graduated college, I'm an adult, and I live at home. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, I live at home. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not doing what I want to do. I feel like I'm just working because I have to make money. I feel like I've I've entered the fucking workforce and and I'm now under the oppressive nature of capitalism and mm-hmm. and living under the one percent that controls absolutely everything. And mm-hmm. it can feel kind of like bleak sometimes, but yeah. it's like having like keeping in mind that this is just temporary and that it's not gonna be forever is like reassuring and gives hope sometimes and it's also nice that I've been able to talk to my siblings and they're like it's not forever like yeah you'll you'll move out like it's okay like this this time sucks mm-hmm. but it'll it'll pass yeah this too, this too shall pass <laughs> I think also like working at the Hammonds for me has been incredibly helpful because mm-hmm. I love working there so much yeah um and I enjoy it and like all of my coworkers who are my age age still live with their parents. Um, like there's like the 20 year olds still live with their parents. The 25 year olds still live with their parents. It's like, it's kind of been nice to know, like, no, I'm not the only one in this situation. And I can see that like when we were at the party, like it was at the girl's parents' house mm-hmm. because her parents were out of town. So she could have a party um feels so high school it does but like they knew about the party (laughs) yeah the parents knew about the party there's no illegal drinking there (laughs) yeah literally there was there was no there's no illegal drinking we're all of age um so it's just kind of like it was nice to be like i'm not the only one in this situation i'm not the only one in a house that's like you have this corner of the house that's yours but there's no remnants of you anywhere else yeah, because like I don't know if your mom does this, but my mom likes to make piles of my things from downstairs and then put them on the stairs as an indicator of take your shit upstairs and get it out of the downstairs. Yeah, yeah, they do that. They'll like put it in a like they'll they'll leave it for a few days sometimes because like mm-hmm. I'll like forget things and I'll leave them downstairs or like I'll leave a book downstairs and whatnot. Like I have my gym bag downstairs right now. Um, I used it yesterday and forgot to bring it back up. But mm-hmm. um, they will at times move it. I have a window seat that is mine. And so they'll move stuff over there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like, it is weird. And I don't have a lot of, of surfaces in my room to put shit either. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't have, I don't have a lot of places to put things. Yeah. And I don't want to buy more things to like, pack stuff up because i'm like well i mean i don't really have room anywhere like Mm -hmm. and i can just wait until i move into my apartment and figure out what i need there yeah instead of buying things that you end up you don't need yeah yeah but it's i I just hit my desk nice Um, yeah it's just it's weird living at home it's way different than even living in a dorm at college. Mm-hmm. And it's weird not being super independent and coming home and feeling like high school again after having that four years of being on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for maybe, like, the summer. And, like, every transition process from grad, like, from undergraduate to post-grad post-undergrad mm-hmm. is gonna be weird and it's yeah. gonna there are pros and cons to everything but like I think the biggest piece of advice I have for anyone who might be listening to this and then and going to be graduating college or graduating in a year or two and then going back home to live with their parents like find something that you enjoy mm-hmm. because like I'm insane and I work all the time Mm-hmm. and like that isn't really sustainable and like if you don't need to then don't like yeah that's the if nice you can thing do a 40 hour work week do that yeah or like less. less like um that that's the perk about living at home is that you don't have to make enough money to sustain yourself all the time mm-hmm. you can save that money up and like finding time to do like the things that you love like if you really like hiking go hiking, hiking. like every weekend or every other weekend or, or once a month um if you enjoy like working out of the gym find time to go to the gym or mm-hmm. if you enjoy like a martial arts or a sport like finding groups to join to do those because if you don't have something and this is true like even if you don't live at home yeah. like if you try if you 
cut off doing things that you love because you can't find the time, then you're going to have a horrible time no matter where you are. Even mm-hmm. if it's at home, even if it's in a city that you wanted to move to since you were a kid, whatever. Yeah. Like, you have to find and do things that you enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. going on fucking walks. Like, I love going on walks. And I went on a walk two days ago, and it was really nice, even though Django was very slow. Mm-hmm. And um, I was oh, very worried. I took him on a little bit of a too long one, and I was kind of – I was like, am I going to have to carry you? Um, yeah, like, I'm planning to go on a fine. walk after this because I love going on walks. There's a park nice. near my house that I'll walk, and I'll walk yeah. through the neighborhoods while listening to either music or a podcast or yeah, just enjoying outside because it's yeah. so nice out finally. Yeah, it's gorgeous outside. Like, just finding times to reconnect with – your being and mm-hmm. also nature um in whatever way like is really important because like if you lose if you lose contact with your hobbies and you lose contact with things that you love you lose mm-hmm. contact with yourself yeah and like no job is worth that ever no, at all no which is why i'll be quitting one of my four jobs so i will nice. only have three jobs in within a month a month <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah I currently work two, and I'm planning on setting more boundaries with one of them. Sheely! Yeah, because I did work, I worked, um, I think, over 65 hours a couple weeks ago. Oh my fuck. Yeah. And I was like, that was a lot. It was too much. And, like, after busy weekends, because I I don't always get a weekend, like, this upcoming weekend, like, I work tomorrow, which is... Sunday for all of you who are listening, because um, you will not be listening to this anytime near this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I work all of next weekend. I work, so I'm taking half a day before my other job. Because my mom was like, "Oh, are you gonna are you gonna work then?" And I was like, "No, no, I will not be. I will not be working then." Yay! Boundaries. So, yeah. God, they're so, hard. They are hard, especially when like. I know for a fact that, like, things are hard for my coworker when I'm not there because we're an underrun company. We need more people yeah, to work there. But at the same time, we can't afford to hire more people most of the time. Or, like, if we do find people, they're, they're in and out. They don't last. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, constantly hiring new people and then them either leaving or quitting or messing up so bad that it's not worth having them there anymore. Yeah, So it's, like difficult but I know that I need to do it for me so that I can do the things I love like working out or finding time to go on walks or paint or just spend time with Daisy at home and mm-hmm. watching tv and reading a book yeah because like, I don't to always have that unwind mm-hmm. and process and just being like I work three 12-hour shift days in yeah. a row and I'm tired and I don't want to sit at a desk and expect it to keep my attention on the tasks that I'm supposed to be doing yeah yeah like I don't have the attention anymore Uh -uh. I need to sit yeah yeah and like I think um our generation is really like re what is the fucking word I'm looking for is like kind of resetting that's not the word I want but it's the word I'm gonna go with resetting like what a work-life balance is because we have seen like the generations before us just like work 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 that's all they do that's their mm-hmm. whole lives and a lot of us are like seeing how unhappy our parents or our grandparents are or like other people's parents etc and like being yeah. like i don't want to fucking do that like they're no, the amount destroy their bodies before they're 50 mm-hmm. to work the amount of people who are choosing alternative routes as to not go to college or like to join the workforce right away and especially people who are pursuing creative lifestyles mm-hmm. now is just like pretty big much bigger yeah. than I've seen other people doing much bigger than I than I knew like my class was doing a lot of people in my class were going into science or nursing mm-hmm. or um accounting like business stuff like that instead of like going into things that they really enjoyed doing yeah. um and then like having conversations with people in college of them being like oh yeah I'm a marketing major or I'm in a business major but I really love like but I take a lot of painting classes I love to paint or like I really like theater and I do it on my downtime and it's like okay well why you obviously don't like marketing or you obviously don't like accounting or business why are you here yeah Yeah. 
Um, so it's cool to see people being like, you know what? Uh, my life is not going to revolve around a 40 mm-hmm. hour work week or more. It's going to re- revolve around things that I enjoy doing. Yeah. And I saw, oh God, I just fucked up my, oh, that hurt. Um, I saw this tweet a while back. It was like, I don't have a dream job because I do not dream of work. And I was like, whoa, yeah. ooh, mind blown. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't, I mean, like. I do have a, a dream job in the sense of mm-hmm. like performing and creating. Yeah. I want that to be my career, but mm-hmm. it's not like a, it's not a, it, like it's true. There is some parts of it that are work to me, but it's still mm-hmm. like, it's not like a job. It's yeah. like, that's what I love to do. To do. Exactly. Yeah. Like I dream of doing theater. I get paid to do theater. Yeah. Which is like a huge bonus, mm-hmm. but I want to do theater because I, I do theater because I want to be there. Yeah. I want to learn. I want to make art or even just even during events. Like I want to be a part of this. I want to ha- help this orchestra successfully play for a bunch of people who love music. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just happen to get paid. Woo. Woo. Yeah. But also another thing that I've noticed our generation is doing and kind of reformatting is um, making sure you're getting paid your worth yes like making sure like especially artists like i love when artists are like this is how much you owe me and it being like done deal because mm-hmm. like um a lot of people undersell them or like they let older generations tell them you're not worth that much or like you're not oh you're college you have a college degree but you don't have the experience to be to be paid that much it's like no my college degree is valuable mm-hmm. um and I refuse to take it. Like I did that the other, a couple months ago, I was offered a position to be an ASM and they wanted to pay me $325 for a week and a half of work. And I was like, that's going to literally cover probably gas and parking. That's not covering food, um, labor, labor. Like that's not compensating me. That's giving me transportation to the location of where this is at and I told mm-hmm. them no yeah because I did the math and it came down to about being six dollars and 25 cents an hour for the work that I was going to be expected to do at 10 hour days for a week and a half and I told them no yeah because I know that I my work and labors especially as an assistant stage manager is way more valuable than 625 yeah down love that so i'm i love seeing artists demand the correct pricing for their work mm-hmm. yeah, and like, not accepting anything mm-hmm. lower than that yeah it's one of my favorite things to see so yeah that is also my advice is make sure that you're being paid your worth yeah and fighting and for it if you need to take the time to determine i which is something that i need to do as well like taking the time like creating a formula like okay, if this is how this is how far the thing is, this is how long mm-hmm. rehearsals are, this is like this, so like I can calculate, okay, this is how much I should be getting paid, like for a yeah. stipend and stuff, um, which is something I'd like to do before I move to Atlanta. Yeah, um, that'd be smart. Yeah, because like I I absolutely love theater. Would I do it for free? Yes. Does it, do I deserve to get paid? Yes. yes. Ab- absolutely. Fucking literally I deserve mm-hmm. to get paid because I have a degree in theater and I am also good at theater. Like, mm-hmm. not to be like, oh, uh-huh. Like, but no, I'm, it's something passionate that I about love it. to do. I'm passionate about it. I'm talented. I'm skilled. And I work really, really, really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And um, do I have room to grow and improve? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone so does. Everyone. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't mean that just because I have room to improve doesn't mean that I don't deserve to be paid. And so um, I'm doing a play right now that, I'm not getting paid for it. it's a community theater play and when I when I considered it I was like it's really far um but because I work so much I don't have to take only paid jobs right now and mm-hmm. I like the script and I would like to be able to do live theater yeah. and I've had a good time but I won't be auditioning for that company again mm-hmm. not because I didn't enjoy the process but because I deserve to be paid for my work and I mm-hmm. had to pay them 
I had to pay yeah. them $25 for insurance policy, which I should not have to do. No. And then I was also required to be on to set build for three days. And I, I was told that if I didn't, if I didn't show up for one of those days or it's in someone in my place that will be taken into consideration for future castings. One of those set build days was a 12 hour day. I was there from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. That is not not fair. Yeah. And especially um, not to be compensated for that as well. Cause like that's yeah. hard work. The set building is hard work. Yeah. It's yeah. physical work. It's tiring. Mm-hmm. And like we got some, like they brought us food and everything, but like that should be expected. Yeah. Especially and- if they're not giving you, depending on breaking at the heavens, he's also giving me insight as to what my breaks should be as a mm-hmm. person working in entertainment. Cause a lot of times they don't like to give you breaks. Nope. Um, like if food is provided a 30 minute break is expected especially yeah. for a 12 hour shift you should also have 15 breaks sprinkled in there yeah um but also if food is not provided you should have at least an hour to go get food and be mm-hmm. able to unwind and eat it at a reasonable pace yeah and it's like that even like just providing food is not enough to have yeah. a compensation for 12 hours of physical labor yeah so and one of my friends who came and saw my show last night was like, they're doing a play that she really loves. And I was like, don't audition. I know you really love the play. It's not worth it. Yeah. She lives, she lives, I think, 10, 15 minutes from me, which is further away from where the theater is. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a 30 minute drive for me. Yeah. It'll be like 45 minutes for, for you. you. And like gas is pretty expensive, expensive right now like i know it's not as expensive in illinois but it's like almost four dollars a gallon yeah should want to sound super nice to you but it um, does <laughs> gas was at least yeah. 429 <laughs> that's like how the other much day premium is. yo girl i saw um gas at 475 the other day it's like six dollars in um LA. yeah even downtown yeah. even in chicago it's like six seven dollars that's like ridiculous <sighs> i have to get gas today which i'm not excited to do yeah i just filled up i'm already at a half tank because i drive 30 fucking minutes i drive an hour three times well like the whole week because yeah. i'm in shows right now um i'll be very excited to, to do that away every day yeah or not yeah. every day but sometimes i've worked there more yeah like i will be driving there at least five times this week yeah but hey at least you get paid for that yes and I, do. I don't get paid for the job where i work 30 minutes away true um but yeah so know your worth Mm -hmm. know your worth and this transitional phase it's this too shall pass yes those are are my ending sentiments for what i have learned in this almost a year living at home (laughs) and i think that's that's a really good place to to call it here yeah um what have you been up to lately anything you'd like to promote um I have nothing to promote currently. Um, just been working, reading books. Um, if you have any book recommendations, let us know. Yes. We're very interested. We are. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of trying to get used to a new schedule. That's Woo. not a schedule. That's yeah. it. How about yeah. you? Do you have anything to promote? Um. Oh, for me. Because this won't come out till May 1st, so... Yeah, I was because I was going to promote my show, but the show will be done. Our last performance is May 1st, so that doesn't matter. Um, uh, Currently, no. Besides, if you like depressing poetry, follow my poet, my art Instagram. I guess that's about it. But, yeah. Um, What are your social medias, Carly? My social medias, um, you can follow me at Twitter at carly underscore free nope that's not right that's your that's my instagram that's your instagram <laughs> um yeah so if you want to follow me on instagram you can find me at carly free with three e's um you can follow me at twitter at x carlotta x um you can follow us on perpetually single um on instagram at perpetually under dot underscore dot single twitter is it just P single? No, I think S perpetually. I think it's S perpetually. Yeah. And then you can also email us at S perpetually um, at gmail.com. Yeah. And where can we follow you? 
Um, on Instagram and Twitter, both they are at Ashley Madaris. Um, I think my is my no, my name is what is my name on? I think it's, I think it's Ashley the Rog Madaris for everything. I think that's what it is. Yeah, right now. yeah, it's the Rog right now. Um, what does that mean? Uh, it's my license plate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Because it's like T H three R. I just spit on myself. T H three R zero G, and that's just like I was li- that like fate handed me that, gave me that license plate. I it's not custom at all. The rog means absolutely nothing prior to me receiving it, and I'm like my license plate says the the rog the what fucking how did I get this? So now I'm actually the rog Madaris. A la Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for listening. This has Thanks. been Perpetually, Perpetually Single. single.